This is Dr. Jonathan Shaw. I want to thank you for tuning in to Crown Ministries Podcast today. We hope that this message transforms you and encourages you to pursue God's presence in a greater way. Enjoy the message. Amen. Anytime you're about to take a flight, they tell you to make sure that your seat's in the upright position. Make sure that you have your seat belts on because we're about to take off. Amen. This will be a very short flight. Uh, but one thing, first and foremost, I just want to thank the Holy Spirit who is the head of my life. Amen. And secondly, I just want to thank God publicly. Amen. I'm saying this for the very first time publicly for my overseers in the persons of doctors, Jonathan and Sabrina Shaw. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I find it an honor and a privilege to stand back here. I told my wife when I was asked to speak, I said, this church is used to eating filet mignon, amen, and, and caviar. I can't give them macaroni and cheese. So I got to make sure that whatever I bring up in here has to hit the standard. If you can, amen, turn your Bibles and old devices with me, amen, to Mark chapter 8. And I'll be reading from verse 22, Mark chapter 8. And I'll be reading for, from verse 22. When you find it, please say amen i'll read and you follow if you would just rest upon your feet amen i heard once so i'm gonna go here begin at the reading of god's holy word and he cometh to bethsaida and they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him and he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town and when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him he asked him if he saw art and he looked up and saw I see men as trees walking and that he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up and he was restored and saw every man clearly and he sent him away to his house saying neither go into the town nor tell it to anyone in the town. Amen. If you would allow me 25, 20 to 25 scattered minutes of your time, I would like to impinge upon the title uh, uh, entitled, Look Up. Amen. I am still riding off of our theme for this year, Come Up. Because in this season of Come Up, before you get up, you got to look up. Come on, somebody. Y'all, just please, just give me some time. Let me work this thing. Amen. Somebody shout, look up. It is mandatory in my line of work every quarter to take a defensive driving course. And in this course, we follow what we call the Smith system, which suggests that we should aim high while steering. In other words, the average driver focuses on what's in front of them rather than scoping what's ahead of them. The issue with that is that if you don't train your eyes to look up, to cover a larger perimeter of the road, then you'll have a higher chance of not being prepared for any mishaps. But may I suggest, my beloved brothers and sisters, that the reason why you find yourselves in diverse situations is because you're focusing on man instead of El Shaddai. You're focusing on your problems instead of Elohim. 
you're focusing on your mistakes instead of Adonai but my Bible declares that it is better to trust in the Lord rather than putting your confidence in man because man is only eye level but as for me I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help my help somebody shout my help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth can somebody shout look up so the text suggests is that when Jesus went to Bethsaida, they brought unto him a blind man to touch him. Amen. And when they asked him to touch him, Jesus reaches out to him in the condition that he's in, took him by the hand. Amen. And took him out of town. When he took him out of town, amen, Jesus spat in the man's face. He laid his hand upon the man and Jesus asked him, what do you see? He said, I see men as trees walking. Jesus laid his hands upon him one more time and then he told him to look up. And when he looked up, amen, the Bible says that his vision was restored. Some of y'all didn't get it. I'm going to say one day. One day Jesus was in the town of Bethsaida. They brought unto him a blind man to touch him. Jesus therefore reached out to the man in the condition that he was in. Took him by the hand. Took him out of the town. When he took it out of the town, amen, he spat on the man's face. Then he laid his hands on the man. And then the man looked up. Jesus asked him, what do you see? He said, I see men as trees walking Jesus therefore puts his hands upon him again and then when he looked up again his, his, his sight was restored again some of y'all didn't get it can I do it one more time for your mind I don't got too much time left Jesus was in the town of Bethsaida I'm gonna move on from this one they brought unto him a blind man when they brought him unto him a blind man they brought a blind man unto him to touch him when they brought the blind man to touch him Jesus therefore reached unto him in his condition he took him by the hand took him out of town when he took him out of town Jesus uh, spat on his face then he laid his hands upon the man when he laid his hands upon the man the man looked up he said what do you see I see men as trees walking ah, then he laid his hands again upon him and then when he laid his hands upon him again he says that he lift up his eyes again and his vision is restored aren't you glad that you serve a God that would reach out to you in your condition aren't you glad that you serve a God that will reach out to you when you're broke, busted, and disgusted? Aren't you glad that you serve a God that will reach out to you in your brokenness? Ah, am I talking to anybody in here? For the Bible declares that the Lord, his arms is not too short to save, nor his ears not too dull to hear. You see, Jesus didn't give him a questionnaire. Jesus didn't ask him any question. He didn't care what denomination he came from he didn't care what color he was but his first response was to to reach for the song just says I was sinking deep in sin far from the peaceful shore very sinking safer things sinking to rise no more but the master of the sea he heard my despairing cry from the water he reached for me he didn't leave me but he reached 
from me. There are some people who will see you in church struggling. They will leave you. But he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So he would reach for you. So the text says uh, that he reached unto the man in his condition, took him by the hand and led him out of town. If I can parenthetically pause here, Pastor Sean, not one time in the text do I see when Jesus took him by the hand that this man resisted. Not one time in the text do I see that this blind man asked Jesus where they was going because I believe that he knew that his hand was in the hand of the man that stealed the water. He knew that his hand was in the hand of the man that calmed the sea. Ah, he knew that his hand was in the Lord's hand who is his shepherd that he knew that he shall not want. He knew that he will make him lie down in green pasture. He will lead him beside the still water. He will restore his soul. He will lead him in the path of righteousness for his name's Say, yay, though you walk in the valley of the shadow of death. He knew that he won't fear no evil because he knew that he was with him. So he let him lead him. So he took him by the hand. He took him by the hand and he led him out of town. But what impressed me is not him taking out of town, but what he took him out of. Some of y'all didn't catch that because the one thing that Jesus got to do in order for you to get to your come up, God got to take you out of some places. In order for you to get to your come up, God got to get you away from some people. In order for you to come up, God got to get you out of some uncomfortable spots. You're too comfortable for where you at. So he got to take you away. So he took him away and took him out of town. Woo! I'm almost done. We're about to prepare for a landing soon. So when he took him out of town, the Bible says he spat on his face. Remember, the man is blind and he has an inability to see. So he spat on his face. The Bible said he spat on his face. He, 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 he laid his hands upon him and he looked up. The problem that I had was that after he spat on his face, he did not know where the spit was coming from. He didn't know that Jesus was about to do it. So he didn't know it was coming. Can I say this to somebody here? God is about to reach out to you in your condition, take you out of your uncomfortable situation. And when the blessing comes, it will come when you least expect it. Is anybody here? I'm only talking to two or three people under the sound of my voice. Jesus spat upon his face. He didn't know it was coming but it came somebody shout it's coming it's it's not on the way it's coming and when it hits you you won't expect it somebody shout yes so Jesus spit in his face he spit in his face and he laid his hands upon him and then he looked up now mind you if the man was standing up and Jesus spat on his face amen he would just look at Jesus eye to eye but what I came in my heart hypothesis I love that word ah in my theory what I what I can see through the scriptures the scriptures became alive and I realized that when Jesus spit in his face amen he had to look up when he looked up he actually changed his position 
So in other words, instead of him standing, he had to be on his knee. Because when Jesus fell his face, he laid his hands on him. He had to look up to Jesus. And Jesus said, where you are, God got to reach out to you in your condition. Take you out of where you are. And when he take you out of town, he's going to spit on you. He's going to give you an un, un ridiculous blessing and when he gives you that ridiculous blessing all you got to do is change your position because you can't receive something if you're not in the right posture so when anybody asks you how you got your house tell them I don't know it came unexpectedly when you get your new car y'all know who I'm talking about when somebody asks you your answers I don't know because it came unexpectedly when you get your new husband or your wife they ask you how you get together I don't know it just happened we'll have another we have another seminar for that one some of y'all looking at me like I'm crazy but I'm here to tell you right now that we serve a God that can do the impossible thing if you believe that somebody shout yes and he spat upon his face he changed his condition Jesus told him to look up he said what do you see I see men as trees walking Mind you, at this time, this is the second time that Jesus touched him. Most theologians would look at Jesus and say, Jesus made a mistake. But if we go back and rewind it, amen, to verse 22, Jesus touched him. He grabbed him by his hand. That's the first touch. The second touch is after he spat on his face, he touched him again. Ah, when he looked up, he said, I see men as trees walking. Many of us cannot see in the spirit because our eyes are too blurry. We think, amen, everything is glorious. We blame the devil for everything thing and we don't blame ourselves for nothing but I'm here to tell you even right now that God is about to change your position for you to look up because he is the author and the finisher of our faith if you believe that come on somebody shout yes so we touched him and he said I see men walking as trees Jesus therefore touched them again somebody say touch me again Lord Somebody say, touch me again, Lord. Any one of you that have a car would know that if you get an oil change one time, your car would not last, amen, for, for past three or three to probably four months. Some would last about six months. But after a while, you need something what we call an oil change. And many of us seasoned Christians would think that you would probably still run off the same oil from 1963. But I got something to tell you that your oil is black, your oil is dirty. You need to let some oil go and get an oil change. I don't hurt somebody feeling up in here. Ooh, somebody say, touch me again. It ain't nothing, it ain't nothing that feels even better when you come into the house of the Lord and you get a refreshed touch. Is anybody here with me? Some people will come to church for a fix. You see, because when I was in the world, before we went out to the club, we made sure we got a little something to drink. So we felt uh, good. Uh, okay. So we made sure we got our fix before we went into the club. Y'all hear what I'm saying? But when we get into the house of the God, we got to come to the house of the God for an experience. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I said, I come to the house of the Lord for an experience. I come to get what's mine. I'm not here to watch nobody. As beautiful as you look, I came here to seek the face of the Lord. 
And just to know that I'm not the only one suffering, that I'm amongst a group of people that's going through the same thing, that when I lift up my hands and I say glory, hallelujah, that I know that we're all in this together. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So anytime I come into the house of the Lord, I say, Lord, do it again, Lord. Do it again. Send a revival and revive us again. For many are longing for your spirit today. So God, do it again, Lord. Somebody shout, do it again. There were many people who were sick and God delivered them. God sometimes got to put you in a position where you got to look up to him again because you got too comfortable. Sometimes you might feel like you're so successful that you don't have to pray no more. But God will put you in a position where you got to look up. Ah, because he understands that without him, you are nothing. Ah, y'all not seeing nothing in here. In order for us to move forward, in order for us to excel, in order for us to reach our next destination, we got to learn to look up because God is the one that will turn your situations around. Remember, God took him by the hand. He didn't know where Jesus was taking him. But here's what blew my mind. After his vision was restored, the Bible says Jesus told him to go home. <laughs> he said, go home, but don't tell nobody what happened. I had the 21st century. It Stephenized it just a little bit so y'all can understand. He told the blind man who can now see to go home. My issue is, how can a blind man know where he lives if he's never seen? Some of y'all going to get it in two seconds. Some of y'all might get it tomorrow. I'm here to let you know the type of God that we serve will tell you to walk on a piece of land and claim it with no money. Come on, somebody. Some, come on, somebody. The Lord will cause you to walk at a job that you are not even qualified for and obtain it. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Ooh. God will cause you to go uh, apply for a loan and, man, and then actually qualify for it. Have you ever seen your bank account and knew you had no money in it? And you was at the counter because you needed something and you swiped the card and it went through. Oh, come on. I'm talking to somebody in here and you don't know how it happened. God did it. The one thing I learned is that many of us will have plans for ourselves. We said when we get a certain age, we won't get married. When we get a certain age, we want to have kids. We, we want to have a full-blown career. I need to have my house and my car at this particular age. But my question is, what is God telling you to do? My question is, what is your purpose? I'm talking to myself now. I don't even know nobody's here. I'm talking to Stephen now. What is your purpose on earth? People like Steve Harvey, he talks. He's a funny guy. And he makes millions doing what his purpose is on earth. What is your purpose? We are here trying to make a dollar out of 15 cent because you're not operating in your purpose. But you're making the person who you work for richer. Y'all don't want to hear this type of gospel. But I'm here to say, don't get too comfortable. Because God is about to reach out to you in your position. 
He's going to reach out to you in your condition. He's going to take you by the hand. He's going to make you feel him. He's going to let you know that he got you. He's going to take you out of your town. He's going to take you out of the position that you're in. Because where you're going, everybody can go. Not everybody's going to get that. I said, where you're about to go, everybody can't go. Hello, somebody. So because of that, God got to take you away from certain people. Then when he do that, there is something unexpected is about to come your way. And when you get it, then you shall receive it. Because the Bible says that when he asked him to look up, he said, I see. First of all, I don't even care what he's seeing. The blind man says, I see. Some of y'all missed y'all shot right there. He spat on his eye. But you see, God don't make mistakes. He does what he does. And we can't tell God how to do anything. I think God sometimes laughs at us when we pray. God, I'm getting old. And I need a husband or a wife. God looking at you is like, you can't even take care of yourself. And then when we keep knowing him, you know what God does? He gives you what you ask for. Because the Bible says anything you ask in his name, he'll give it unto you. He says, ask and it shall be given unto I said, all right. You got to learn. Because at the end of the day, you will end up in a position where you have to look up. But just understand that no matter what you do, where you go, God will always be there when you look up. Because when he looked up, Jesus was there. When he looked up, Jesus told him to go home. Many of you don't even see a destination yet. But I'm telling each and every one of you prophetically, it's time for you to go back to where you need to go to. To that promised land, to your home that you have never seen before. I am now in a season where I am operating in faith mode. Have you ever been operating on faith mode? Let me give you a prime example. I remember I used, to, I used to live in Poughkeepsie for about two years. And I used to have a quarter tank of gas. Now, Poughkeepsie is about two and a half hours from here. And I had to go to church. And I still went to church in Brooklyn when I lived upstate. And on a quarter tank of gas, we made it all the way down. We still like, now, I don't even know what you call a quarter tank. This is where we had a half a quarter tank. While we was in Brooklyn, we had no money in our pockets. But then all of a sudden, somebody would just come and just bless you. I'm talking about the God we serve. I'm talking about the one that would tell you to look up. You hear what I'm saying? And they'll put something in your hand. Hey, pastor, listen, man, I need you to take this. I've been holding this for too long. I've been meaning to give it to you. Don't even know that my gas is almost on E. We're looking too much on man. And I'm telling you from now, man will fail you. I don't care how prophetic somebody may be. I'll be real with you because a lot of times we look at people, we look at man with the gift of prophecy. And we cling on to them because of their gift. But their gift is nothing without God. They too have to look up to God to see just to tell you exactly what it is. And we got to learn to look up to the Lord who is the author and the finish of our faith. I don't know who this word is for even right now. I'm done. 
I'm done. This is what the Lord blessed me in my heart to tell this church. It's time for us to look up because if you can look up, you can get up. And if you can get up, then you're prepared for your come up. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Let me, let me just give you an illustration. If you can look up, you can get up. Because there's some people that's looking at you when you're on the floor. They're laughing at you. They're walking by you. And they're not trying to grab you by the hand to pick you up. They're saying that you're, you're, you're done. Somebody's even preparing for your funeral. Sometimes you, they, they will hear that you're sick and they're, they're saying, oh yeah, they're not going to make it. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. They will look at your financial situations and, and, just, and just call it quits. But I'm saying if you can look up, you can get up. And if you can get up, you prepared for your come up. So I don't know who this is for, but it's time for you to look up. Because you've been walking too long with your head hanging down. But I serve a God that is the king of kings and he is the lord of lords. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? He's omnipotent, omniscient, and he's omnipresent. Oh, y'all not hearing what I'm saying here. That's why I cannot afford not to praise him. Because he woke me up this morning in my right mind. Woo! And he shut me on my way. I could have been dead right now. But God saw it fit that I'm standing here, right here before you. I was supposed to commit suicide years ago. Oh, we can't talk real talk in here. But I'm still standing. I'm standing on the solid rock. The rock who is Jesus. For the Bible says, upon this rock do I build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. Somebody shall look up. Look up because your blessing is on the way. Look up because God's about to prepare a place for you. Look up because God's about to reach you in your condition. Look up because God's about to take you out of your uncomfortableness. You gotta look up. If you don't look up, you don't know what's about to happen. And there's many times I would watch the weather. Or sometimes, even if I don't watch the weather, you'll go outside and you can smell the rain. Woo! You can feel the wind blowing. You see the clouds are gathering. So you know it's about to fall. So now you gain a spirit of expectancy that it's about to rain. And all of a sudden, because you are expecting it, you prepare yourself for it. But I'm here to let you know that if you look up, you would realize that it's about to rain. I can smell the rain. I can feel the wind. I can see the clouds. And it's about to pour in its abundance. If you believe that somebody shout yes. Somebody say yes. So say yes. Look up. Because God is about to do what he said he's going to do. Somebody tell yes. Here's the one thing. I'm about to close. Woo. Here's the one thing and I'm about to close. You having a relationship with God, you know what God told you. I'm going to say that one more time. You having the relationship with God, 
you know what God told you. So if you're hearing the voice of the Lord say, look up, it's because he's preparing you for instructions. When the Lord is telling you to look up, many a times we're, we're, we're looking on the internet and we're searching the newspapers and or we're, we're searching for people, but we're not looking up to him who is the source of our strength. And we're not looking up. And if we learn how to look up, I promise you, I promise you, you are being prepared for your level up. Come on, everybody, stand in the house of the Lord here with me. It was an honor and a privilege to stand here before you. I had to preach to myself, Pastor, before I talked to anybody else. It's a hard thing to stand here before you and not shed a tear. Because just like when Jesus saw the blind man and he reached out to him without asking him any questions, is the way how I felt when I came here to crown ministry I'm going to be cool I'm going to be cool you will hear the story one day but just now is not the time to hear it but all I know is that I'm in a position where I have to look up and because I decided to look up God has directed me to this place and because I'm here, eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, neither has it entered in the hearts of man what God has prepared for my life. Pastor Shaw, I don't know if this has been said to you before, but you and, 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 uh, Dr. Jonathan Shaw, you guys hold a, a high esteem, a high demeanor. It's almost as if you guys are multi-millionaires already. And right now, you guys are spiritually pregnant. And you have us attached to your umbilical cord. Whatever you take, we're going to take. Whatever you teach, we would listen. I wouldn't know that today I'll be standing here before anybody. But God looks beyond our faults. And he sees your need. Am I talking to anybody here? So I make this declaration right here, right now. As I am looking up to God. I see God opening doors, ridiculous doors, because you said yes. Because you looked up and you followed the instructions of God. Doing this is not easy, especially if it's full time. The Lord told me in 2010, if you take care of my business, I would take care of yours. And that's when I looked up. But I keep looking to man. I kept looking at other things instead of looking up. And I will find myself in certain situations 
where I'm not supposed to be. But God was always there to take me by the hand and take me out. So in this season, I have learned to look up. The songwriter says, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. And I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. Is there anybody here that understands the words that are coming out of my mouth? It's time for us to look up. Look up because our financial situations need to change. Look up because our marital situations need to change. Look up because our mental health needs to change. And once you do that, God would do just what he said he would do. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout of praise. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, I would love for you to do two things. One, subscribe to our show so you can receive notification of our most recent messages. Also, if this message has impacted you, you can click the link in the description and you can give now. We'll connect with you next time on Crown Ministries Podcast.